0: How's it going, good people? Today I got a special, special, special episode for you. I'm gonna be uh, doing part two of the Credit Heroes. Last episode I talked about collections and uh, getting yourself together, getting your credit together, figuring out what you're gonna do, coming up with a game plan, on how you're gonna execute that particular. Uh, your credit, and I went over like the the truth of it, the truth of credit, the truth of how credit is set up, the your your um understanding of it, and having the uh, the right mindset when it comes to credit. Credit is not something that you can get done in a month, three months, six months, or a year. It takes time, depending on how your credit is set up. If you are someone that have collections and I mean I'm talking about not uh, not some collection that's been on there for five to six years and seven years but something that's fresh like you got fresh collections on there you have some late payments you have a good bit of uh, uh, a few a few a little bit of everything in there but uh, it's something that is not gonna take a few months and you can listen to anybody on the internet and they tell you that uh, and if they tell you that hey I can I can get this done for you by this time if you go to this course or you pay for this or you subscribe to this and we you can go about it and fill out this paperwork then and then from there they, they, they don't have no choice but to do it now I've been in situations where I have I paid like three hundred dollars a month for someone to take stuff off my credit, and they couldn't pay a dime, and they did the same thing. They sent out the paperwork and everything. But if your if your credit, if your collection is valid, ain't no paperwork that can. You, you can have the best lawyer in the world. Ain't no lawyer or paperwork is gonna get them to take that off their uh, off your account. If it's valid, if they bought your your credit, I mean your debt, valid. It's nothing that you can do to avoid that. You either pay them or they're going to sell it to somebody else and you're going to have more uh, open collections until you go back to that original person that bought it or have it and then they take care of from there. Now, if you're in a situation where, for example, like I was mentioning yet on uh, my last podcast, I owe... I owe... I owe... Uh, I don't know why I said I owe... But it was... I... <laughs> Anyways, I had credit with t-mobile and t-mobile still had had the account open and i had a collection agency call and ask for X for me to pay what i what i owe from t-mobile so i was like no i'm not i know for a fact if the if you didn't, if the credit didn't hit my, uh, if the collection agency didn't put it on my uh, credit score yet, then I still got time to go back to the original. Now I, I think they usually give you a year to pay it through them, six months to a, uh, to a year. I'm guessing they'll quote me on that. But overall, I went back to T-Mobile and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna just go ahead and just pay them and just deal with that. And they're like, well, you can't. I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure I can. Went back to them called T-Mobile, paid T-Mobile and I never heard from that creditor, creditor again. And and I and and it didn't go on my uh my credit score. It didn't roll my credit at all. So in those scenarios you're good but if you're in a situation where you have a creditor that's been on your account forever. Now certain scenarios it may or may not work. It really boils down to how your account is set up. You may still be able to get away with the the way how I did it, or if they bought it, bought it, and then especially they've been throwing your credit score around and about. Yeah, there's no way to avoid avoiding that. So, so in those scenarios, you just got to pay the piper. In a lot of times, sometimes you have to pay the the creditor in certain situations. But the next thing I want to talk about is getting your credit even if it's jacked up, even if it's bad, still building up that credit. And what you had to do, a lot of times you had to go ahead, go about and, and create that history. Because when my credit was jacked up, I, had, I, was luckily, I was lucky to have a credit card that I still have to this day. And because if I were try to get a credit card with the credit I had, oh, they would have told me no, no, no. With a special no. And in that process, I was just maintaining that credit card. I was using it to make sure I, I stayed on it when it comes to my bills and I just stayed focused. I stayed focused and I stayed dedicated to making sure I took care of those um, the, the payments I had, I took care of them. Now, now in a situation now in a situation where you Didn't have that opportunity before messing up your credit or your credit getting jacked up You want to get yourself a secure card a secure card is a card where you have to put money down in order for you to Get a particular credit card And you can go to pretty practically any type of like I recommend going to the credit Going to a credit union. They usually are um, You know local operated and And they're willing to work with you especially if you're trying to do a secure card and let's for example you put you put down 200 and you use 200 now I'm not a big fan of secure cards but if your credit isn't perfect work get get that up build that up start start at the beginning and if you use that card they want you to use the card now make sure you do not go over 20% of their credit card so the minimum that you go over is probably fifty dollars. So stick under fifty dollars, you're good. And I think that's a little bit over, if I do the math right. But fifty dollars, you spend fifty dollars, you go. You know, use it to pay your bills. Pay like your phone bill. If you have a two hundred dollar, uh, a two hundred dollar, you know, max. Use it to pay your phone bill, pay it off in a month. Use it to pay your phone bill, pay it off in a month, but make sure that you pay it off. Like for example, use it around, use it around after the 16th, because between the first of the month and uh, the 16th, that's when credit, uh, your credit score uh, reflects, you know, that's where it reflects your credit score. So you wanna, you wanna probably pay it around the 18th or 20th, the end of the month, and then pay it off right there and then. Like pay it like around the 18th or the 20th and have it on your, have the balance on there for about a week or two and then pay it. You can even like wait until the first and just pay it on the first. Pay it on the 20th, want the first hit, pay it off. Pay it all off. Usually that's how bills are due anyway bills are due, uh, uh, the credit card bills are due for every month. So pay it off in a uh, month. If you're going to uh, go over 200 make sure you have 200 aside so you can pay that off when it comes to p- taking care of spending things on that. And what the bank would see that, oh this person is actually using their card. Because the bank their sole purpose is to get you to this place where you max out your card and you can't afford to pay that bill they want you to max out your car they want you to get to this place where it's like oh oh he owes me but <laughs> well, she owes she owes me and they're gonna pay it but they're not gonna be pay that for they're gonna do a payment and if they're doing the payments, i get interest off uh off this and when i get interest off off of it they i get more money because instead of them paying it paying it with no interest and everything I don't you know I don't make any money off of that I don't make all money off of when it when it comes to them just using it like cash I make money when they go about and buy a big purchase and now they gotta now they trying to finance it with their credit card and doing payments and when that interest pile up that's why I make my money that's where they make their money so I mean, they make the money in a few other things and, and all these other uh, fun stuff. But overall, when it comes to credit card, that's how you go about and get your uh, get, get the credit right. And, and sometimes I like to pay it forward, uh, just to show them, give, give them a little taste, like um, putting blood in a, uh, in a uh, shark infested water and pay a little interest so you can hook them a little bit to the point where it's showing them like hey I'm willing to pay interest if I need to and that shows them that you're willing to take on more debt but be able to pay it off so because you had to and also um the 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 first caveat I forgot to mention you you have to know your debt ratio your income and debt ratio because sometimes even if your debt is terrible but if you make it around 100k but but you're you're making around 100 k a year and you only spend around three thousand dollars a month or three thousand to two thousand dollars a month and you have around i don't know five thousand dollars to play around with you can still get a uh get credit even if your credit is bad if your if your income and debt debt ratio makes sense where you have where you have enough you have enough uh, uh cash flow for you to be able to spend, and that's another, that's another way they look at your credit. Because you can have a you can have an 800 credit score and don't get approved for a particular item if you maxed out your your uh, cash flow. If you if you make around five thousand and you spend around five thousand and you're trying to get a credit card, the bank is gonna look at your your income and your debt ratio, and they're gonna be like, I don't, I don't even make sense, like. Can't afford this. I'm not gonna risk putting on another debt, and that's gonna knock you over. And you, everything's gonna fall like dominoes. And then you're gonna have to owe me, and I'm going to get a charge back, and I gotta get a lawyer, and I gotta go find a collection agency to get the money that you owe me. And I gotta go through all this process. And instead of making money, I'm losing money a little bit. And I gotta go through all this and pay all this. No, I'm not gonna risk that. But if you have, if you make around $10,000 a month, and you spend around 2000 we can probably do something with that. And they can probably and that's and that's how they look and reflect on if you if you are a risk I mean and the other stuff they, they go into detail when it comes to like if you were a risk a risk uh investing usually when it comes to a situation like that is usually when they it, when it's like a big item like if you trying to buy a house or a car. That's where they get to the point where we're gonna have this person around for about six years you know six years five years i don't know if i want to invest this you know lump sum of money in this in this person if this is going to happen so in those scenarios that's where it, it falls when it comes to those those things and you must um, going back over everything you must make sure that if you want to build your credit get yourself a secure card go to your local bank credit union or bank and get yourself a secure card use that secure card pay it off every month don't keep a balance never keep a balance no more than two two weeks and make sure you you stay away from keeping that balance in the first month to 16 Uh, another thing also make sure that when it comes to applying for a credit card make sure that your income and your debt ratio makes sense If you maxed out your debt and income ratio, then you should not, should not, should not try to imply. Because the only thing you're going to do is mess up your credit even more. And uh, the best way you look at your debt ratio, your debt and income ratio, is looking at your debt. Looking at your debt, if you have any debt, student loans debt, mortgage, car insurance, not (laughs) not car insurance, car payments, and um, uh, credit card payments. And you do all you, you you calculate it up to the balance, and then you put your your income yearly, and you and what you do you basically you basically subtract it and see how much you, uh, you're looking at, and and I think I think uh, I think I'm I I'm, I'm you know I'm not only probably wrong I'm 110 percent wrong. How they go about doing it? They look at the payment, how much the payments are every month. So they look at your monthly um, income and your monthly payments for all of this debt. So let's say that you have a mortgage, student loans, a car payment, and you're trying to get a credit card. Let's say that all of this sums up to $1,500. But you only make around $1,500. No. Even if you probably make around $2,000, they may say no on that. Or if anything, they're gonna give you a low low credit card. But let's say you make around $5,000, and it's like, you know, your uh, debt is $2,000. Then you is a good chance that they're gonna give you probably like a thousand dollar, you know, type of credit card that's gonna work out that way because you have you have three thousand I think what, did, what did I said three two thousand I said five thousand. Anyways, you have a few thousand dollars worth of cash flow that you can use to get yourself in this place where where you can make more money. But uh, this is the video I'm not on cutters. I went over 15 minutes. I'm trying to get that hit that 15 minute roll, but peace and love and I look forward to hearing from you very soon. I'ma get this video uploaded and I apologize for the music. I mean the sound, the sound is just a little funny, but I apologize. Peace and love.